Welcome, friends, to Journey of Being a Disciple podcast, where I want to share with you all God is teaching me on this journey of being a disciple. Hey, we are on episode three. It is currently Wednesday when this one is dropping. Right now, I am recording this intro on Tuesday night. And let me just start with this. Thank you so much to everyone that has reached out to me lately. The pilot dropped on Sunday, episode one on Monday, episode two dropped on today, Tuesday. This is dropping on Wednesday. I already got episode four ready to go. I'm going to start recording that before I go to bed tonight. But I just, I'm overwhelmed with the amount of support and encouragement from you guys. Thank you to everyone that has shared it on Facebook and Instagram. It means a lot. Trust me, I've been sending people back like the emoji that has like the black eyes. It looks like he's about to tear up. Because truly, I am um, very grateful and I'm, I'm very honored by what everyone's saying to me. And um, at the end of the day, guys, it's I'm doing this all for God, and um, I, I thank you a lot. And it, it's hard for me to take like encouragement and all that because I just I, I'm not I don't know why, but I just don't like taking it. Um, but I really, truly do appreciate it. Thank you to all you guys that have been listening. Uh, I could name everyone. <laughs> But it's just, it's been a lot, and I didn't, I didn't know what this was gonna be like, but um, it, it's just been so encouraging, and I, I really do thank you for being a part of this with me. Um, I don't, not much has changed. <laughs> it's just been busy with some work stuff, getting ready to do our midweek service tomorrow on Wednesday. And just continue to go on. I, I played Club Penguin tonight with um, a couple friends. People jumped on throughout the hours that I was on there. It was really fun to be on that again and just have fun. I probably won't do it much. It was just like a once thing. And I kind of got bored after a couple hours of it. So just doing well. Quarantine's doing okay for me. And this has just given me a lot of time to, one, focus on his word and and uh, continue just to dig into it. Uh, I was digging into the next this well, this one this episode specifically, but also the next episode, and I just I really got excited about just like, what I found and how I could share that with you guys. So, without further ado, let's just jump into it. I'm gonna pray real quick, and we are going to get into this. Here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity just to share your word. To share what you have put on my heart throughout these years. To just be able to make you famous in all of this, Lord. Right now, I just want to invite you into this time. Into this moment that people are listening to. And be able to open our hearts. And be able to receive what you are telling us today. God, I just pray over me right now that I may be a mouthpiece for you, God. May you continue to get all the glory and all the honor and all the praise at the end of the day. Because you are the only one that deserves deserves it. In your mighty name, we pray. Amen. Here we go into the topic. We're going to go straight into it. Death. Many directions we can go with this, but we're going to talk about death of loved ones. I'm not playing around. We ain't going in the shallow end. We are going straight into the deep end. Grab your floaties if you need them. Here we go. We're going to go over three points in this this episode. It's going to be one, why is death so hard? Two, the hope we have as Christians. And three, our response to do, to those grieving. Okay, those are going to be the three that, things that we talk about. So here we go. Number one, why is death so hard? This question came to me a couple weeks ago when 
I was talking with my friend, two co-workers of mine, their husbands passed away tragically, and I was talking about that with my friend, about how their deaths were just so abrupt, and it was just so crazy, and I, I just couldn't believe it, and he just said, man, death is so hard, it just truly sucks for us here on earth, and I was like, amen to that, death really does suck, and we kind of just asked the question of why is death so hard for us? We asked it, and our young adults pastor at Discovery, Mike Thompson, he hit on this one day when he was doing a sermon on life or death, and I thought it was really interesting, and I think it kind of answers why is death so hard, and it was this. Us as humans were not meant to experience death. We were meant to be eternal beings. Death was brought into the equation of life when Adam and Eve sinned. And they ate of the fruit. In Genesis 2, God tells them, Do not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for you will surely die. He tells them that in Genesis 2. And then in Genesis 3, the fall happens. Eve is tempted by the serpent. She eats of the fruit. And then Adam eats of the fruit from Eve. And that's a no bueno situation. No, okay? They eat of the fruit. They do what God told them not to do. Sin enters the world. And this is where death comes into play. The fall happens in Genesis 3. And this is when they began to get casted out of the garden. And God tells Adam this. He says, By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. God tells Adam that in Genesis 3, verse 19. He tells him, you will return back to the earth from where you came from. Now, if you think about it, that just means he's going to die. <laughs> we were not meant to experience death, though. We were meant to be in the garden. We were meant to have an eternal life there with God in, commu in community and all that, and that is where we were meant to be, and that is not what the case is now. When sin entered the world, death came with it. That is why death is so hard for us as humans. We were not meant to experience it here on earth. Now, number two, the hope we have as Christians. If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will go to heaven when you pass from this earth. If you know that, you will go to heaven when you pass from this earth. Paul writes in the book Philippians, he's in prison when he writes this book, and he tells them in the letter that his life will bring honor to God. It will bring honor to Christ. And in verse 21 of Philippians 1, he says, For to me, living means living for Christ, and to die is gain. Other translations say, For to me, living means living for Christ, and dying in is even better. Friends, if someone you love dies and knows Christ as their Lord and Savior, may you have peace knowing they're enjoying the splendor of heaven with the Father. Now, I'm not saying you can't mourn them, you cannot miss them. I'm not saying that. But one thing that helps me specifically when I miss the ones that I love that have passed away is this. I have peace because I know that my Father specifically is with the Father. He is in heaven. He is in the best place possible. And I can never want anything better for someone that I love to be fully healed in the best place ever. Now, 
when things get hard, when you miss someone deeply, may you always just be able to remember that and it bring peace over your life. Now here's one thing. If you know someone and they do not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, may you be adamant on making sure that they know they have a God who loves them and wants to have a love relationship with them. May you never stop. May you want them the best for the ones that you love. You want them to be in heaven with you. May you continue to let them know that God loves them, He is for them, and that all they have to do is accept Him into their life. May they know that. May you continue to be adamant about that. Now number three, our response to those grieving. This is something that I think is very key. There is a way that we are to respond to people that are grieving. Now, who is the ultimate example? It's Jesus. Jesus is our ultimate example. Now let's look at how he responds. Luke 11 is where we're going to be looking for Jesus' response, and it is having to do with Lazarus' death. Now, Lazarus is a dear friend of Jesus. He is sick, and he dies. Jesus hears of that, and he goes to Bethany where Lazarus was, and he meets Martha. Martha tells Jesus that Lazarus has died. Now, there's no response other than Jesus saying, where's Mary? And he calls for her. Now, this is where things got real. Mary was in her house, and she was sad, and she was with other Jews that came from around, and they were also sad of Lazarus' death. And we're going to pick up in verse 32 of Luke 11, and this is where it goes down. Now, when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell to his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her were also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. Jesus wept. The God of the universe, who put the planets and stars where they belong, who knows the hairs on our head, who can perform miracles, who can bring people back to life, who can do anything, wept. Out of all things, Jesus could have been like, okay, enough with the crying. Unroll the, the rock. Let's bring Lazarus out. He's alive. Don't worry. Chill out. Don't need to cry, little babies. He didn't say that. He wept with them. Okay, He felt compassion for those suffering the loss of Lazarus. He saw Mary and the friends of Lazarus mourning his death, and he sympathized with them. We have a God that sympathizes with us. In Hebrews 4.15, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. We have a God that empathizes with our pain. He knows how we feel. Jesus sympathizes with the Jews and Mary. He sees them upset he sees them weeping and he wept with them he sympathized with them jesus did that let us mimic jesus when we respond to people grieving sympathize with them and be there for them it is so important that we follow that example jesus did the same thing let us be able to sympathize with people and be there for them okay I have an important little story. It's about my choir teacher, Miss Hinckley. She just lost her mom, and it's been two weeks, and she's been out of office, and she comes back, and she's here, and 
all of a sudden all the all the students come in and they're saying like, hey, we're so sorry for your loss. Hope you're doing better. Everything's going to be okay. They say all the stuff that you're supposed to say when someone passes. They say all that stuff. But I remember Miss Hinkley told our class that there was one person that moved her the most out of everyone. And it was one student that came into the office during our class break. And it was right between classes. And he walked into the office. There was a teacher talking to her. And he just said, excuse me real quick. He hugged Miss Hinkley. And he just held her. He held her and just... He started crying himself. And she started crying. I remember seeing this. I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? But they both just started crying. And he just held her. He didn't say anything. And then he... How do you undo hugs? He released the hug and he gave her a tissue to wipe her tears. He wiped his tears. He just nodded at her and he left the classroom and went to his next class. She told us that that moved her so much more than any other word that day. Anything anyone could have said to her, anything that the faculty could have told her, Nothing moved her as much as that one student just coming in, not even saying a word, not saying like, are you okay? Nothing. He just hugged her, cried with her for like a good 20 seconds, and then just left. She felt loved from that one gesture. She felt that. It is so important that we just go in to people that are mourning and just sympathize with them and be there for them. That is what that student did for my teacher. He didn't, we don't, he didn't really know her. Other than that she taught her class. But he was able just to come in there and just give a hug. And it meant so much to her. Now there's there's a moment where I felt this same thing. And it was when my father passed away. My father passed away a couple months ago. And it was pretty tragic. It was just so, so random. And it just was unexpected. And... Um, I, I thank God for the community I'm in. They were able to help me get there, and that meant so much. And people really did express their condolences, but they did tell me, like, hey, um, how can we help you? And the people at my church really came together, and they helped me get to Philadelphia to go see my father as he was up there. And while we were up there, uh, my brother-in-law posted something on Instagram. And I think it perfectly puts together, like, this whole idea of, people responding the way that God should, that wants them to respond. And I'm just going to read it now and just listen to this. Over the past few days, we have experienced overwhelming grief and loss. In the midst of this hard time, we have experienced love and support from our family and of God's people. Brothers and sisters in the faith, whom we have never met before, showed up and loved on us, spending time telling stories, providing meals, etc. When God's people do what they're called to do, we are a perfect picture of Jesus, bringing light and hope with us where we go, even in the darkest places. He goes on to say, thank you for your prayers, calls, and all that. Please continue to pray for us. And he ends it with Philippians 1, 20 through 21. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed but will have significant courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. That was his post, and it was, 
I think it pictures so well anything that could have happened. And it was just so good what he said when, when he said that people coming to us and just spending time with us and telling us stories, providing us meals, it was a perfect picture of Jesus. May we remember that, that just people's acts, the way that they just came and spent time with us, just the way that they told stories to us about our Father, the way that they just said, hey, can I give you a meal? That meant so much, and it was so powerful. And it just showed the light of Christ more than anything else. I had friends that I talked to on FaceTime for hours. They were just there to hear me talk. That was what I needed. I didn't need people saying, I'm so sorry. Well, I hope you feel better. No, people were able to listen to me. People were there for me. And it was just so much more powerful than just someone saying, sorry for your loss. May I encourage you that when when people are, when you see people grieving, when they're going through a hard time and they just lost someone that they love, may you just be able to do what Jesus did and sympathize with them and be there for them. God's people were there for me and my sister when my father passed away. Here in Orlando and in Philadelphia, people just showed up. And it was more of a perfect picture than anything else of what Jesus would have done for us and what he would have been and how he comforted us. Always remember that. Sympathize with people the same way Jesus sympathized with the people that were missing Lazarus. Okay? Let's recap real quick. One, death is hard for us as humans because we were never meant to experience death. Two, if you know God as your Lord and Savior, if your loved ones do, you have no reason to fear death because to die is gain. Let that bring peace to you. May them being in heaven bring peace to you when when you are experiencing sadness and missing them and all that. May you know that they are in heaven. Number three, we are to sympathize with those mourning. As Jesus did, let us sympathize with those that are mourning. Okay. Guys, this was not an easy topic. This goes really hard. Just talking about it. I've been talking about this and studying it for a couple hours now. And it just, it's been heavy on me for a little bit. But I know that is something that needed to be talked about. And I really wanted to make sure I, I took time to tell you about this. It is so important that we don't shy away from hard topics. That we are able to lean into them and find the truth that God has for us in them. Okay. So, I just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for coming to this page and liking it and just letting me sharing it. If you if you're able to like and share it, I would really appreciate it and leave a review if you would like if you're able to and just let me know how I'm doing. I really appreciate all the text messages of people letting me know of of just what they think about the podcast. It, it, it really means a lot. Trust me, it does. And I encourage you to follow us on our socials. We have a Facebook page. It is Journey of Being a Disciple. That is it. And it's on there. We're going to tell you when new episodes are up. We might try to put some sound bits or try to put some quotes from there. But that's a work in progress. I'm still working on it. And then two, if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram. Birdo.walls is my Instagram. I'll be posting on my story when we are having new episodes live. And I'm so excited for where this is going. Episode four is coming up. And it is God's timing is what we're going to be going into don't miss out it's going to be a good episode continue to lean into what god's telling you in these um thank you so much for taking your time again i really do appreciate it remember death is hard for us but may we have hope that we know 
that to die is gain. Have a great rest of your day. Love you.